This is the first episode of a three-part series basically talking about if you are in your early 20s or just young in general, really, and you want to be someone who's not average, not the 99%, not the people just going after money for money's sake or going after women or men for just relationship sake or just diving into all of those things just for that. No, but you want to live on purpose. You want to have a significant life. You want to be someone who isn't average and you want to have a life that you know made an impact on the rest of the world well obviously i'm not that person yet but i can guarantee you that some parts of this episode and a lot of parts of the following episodes will actually help you because i know i'm pretty different and i'm not trying to be like everybody else so i think this can help you so let's dive right in Welcome to the Why Approach Podcast, and I am your host, Gian Reyes, and this is where I share some things that I've learned from my own life in leadership, relationships, life, and generally how to be the best version of yourself so that you can do what you were born to do, right? So I know some people might just say, who the heck are you to be talking about not being average in your 20s when you're not even 21? Well, I can tell you you're right. I mean, like, I'm not 21 yet. My birthday's pretty close. So, anyways, but I can tell you this. I'm not the average 20-something-year-old. I don't think so, and I kind of know that I'm not, at least from my own perspective. Because I know I'm going somewhere and to places where not a lot of average 20-year-olds will go because I'm doing different things now am i a multimillionaire with whole buttload of cars that literally travels the world or anything like that no not yet anyways but this is the whole thing of the podcast i'm just sharing you my journey and a lot a lot of lessons that i've learned along the way and so am i a perfect example of what to do probably not no i sometimes go back on my word i sometimes don't fulfill my promises like every other human i can be a hypocrite sometimes like a lot of people i'm not a perfect human being but again i've learned some lessons in the past couple years that i know a lot of people haven't learned ironically and so some of them are very common and like what we're going to be talking about today is pretty common but still a lot of people don't take this into account into their own lives and so again I've said this before in previous episodes, but there's about 7.8 billion people on this planet, probably closer to eight at this point, and eight billion people in this entire world. And so I think what I have to say and the lessons that I've learned along the way and my journey and my goals and everything like that, I'm not talking about me, 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 but I think it can help some people. Out of 7.8 to 8 billion people, I think it can help at least just one or two, really. And that's all I'm here for, really. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. Like, I'm not here for millions of downloads. I'm not here to get everyone's attention. No. Sure, it'd be nice. Why not? Like, everyone would like that for their podcast, right? But I'm here for the one person. I'm here for you. The person who wants to grow, who wants to become something better than themselves, who they are right now, and feels and knows inside of their bones that they are made for something significant. That they are not here just to waste away and do average 
things. They're not here just to run the rat race. They're not here just to do the mundane and do whatever their parents tell them to do or whatever society tells them to do. No, they're here to make a significant impact. And so going back, things that I actually do differently than most 20-year-olds from what I've known and what I've told other people who are of my age group and they literally look at me like I'm a weird alien creature because I do really different things is like I get up at 5 a.m. every single week, every single weekday, every sometimes on weekends too, and not because I have to work at 6 o'clock in the morning. I get up on my own. Like I, I literally have a remote job called appointment setting and it, I start working at like nine, but I get up at five. And so a lot of people look at me really, really weird. And so I do my best to read every day. I go to the gym consistently. I journal every single day and I'm learning from coaches and mentors who are far ahead of me and learning the lessons that they have already learned so that I don't have to have to go through the pain that they went to, to learn those things. And so I don't say this to be like, oh, look what I'm doing. It's pretty great. Huh? Don't you think so? No, I'm not doing that for that at all. I actually say this to actually give you the contrast of how I used to live my life before I started to make these changes. And I got to tell you, it was really, really average. Nothing. I can't say it was like a horrible life. It was just painfully average now that I'm looking back at it. And... But I knew, but back then, like, I wasn't getting any closer to my purpose by doing, by being average, by doing the things that normal people did. Like, I used to always get up late. Like, waking up early was such a hard thing for me to do. Like, snoozing was my weakness, and my pillow was my weakness, and my bed was my weakness. I literally would, I could sleep 12 hours every single day. No joke. Literally. It would, I would literally have pain just knowing that, like, my body was like, you need to get up. And I was like, nah, just five more minutes. Just five, like the epitome of laziness in that area. And then I would stay up late, literally playing video games whenever I could because they were really fun and I had nothing else to do, whatever. I'd hang out with close friends, like, close to every single weekend pretty much. And due to those hangouts, I would stay up late and then I would get up late the next morning. I'd... And because I stayed up late, I procrastinated on college assignments, high school assignments, assignments, and among a lot of other things that I was I had to be responsible for. And so now I'm kind of like dramatizing it. But normally, a 19 and 20 year old, those are the normal things that we're supposed to do that a lot of people say that we're supposed to do, like enjoy your young life, hang out with friends. Uh, you can get up late, enjoy their sleep, play video games because you're, you're young, enjoy your youth and whatever. And at least that's what a lot of people say that you're supposed to do when you're in your early 20s, right? But to each and every single one of you that's listening to this, okay? I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'll say it how many ever times I need to for people to get the point. You have a purpose. You are called for a purpose. That's so much bigger than you. So much bigger than money. So much bigger than having a nice house. So much bigger than having supercars. So much bigger than just hooking up with every single person that you think is attractive or you think they'll have a good time with. It's bigger than that. It's significant. See, everything that I just mentioned before is not significant. Why? Well, guess what? 
money always comes and goes. It will always be in your bank account and then always have somewhere to leave. Money is not something that you always store. It's always going to be something that you give and you're going to give it away at some point or later, right? Nice houses, they break down, they rot, they get old, they get unusable. Literally, supercars, they're not so super when they're broken, right? And they're not so super when you have to fix them. And then hooking up with every single other person. You're literally having a very, quote-unquote, intimate moment with them to never have another intimate moment with them ever again. What kind of what kind of relationship is that? Now, obviously, I'm not judging. I'm just saying my point of view and all of these things and the reality of them because hooking up is just for fun. It doesn't actually help you in the long run, right? And so it's not significant something significant is you leaving a change in someone's life for the better and there's good significance and there's bad significance you could say hitler had a really bad significance on the planet i i I think everyone would agree on that and i don't think we're striving to become hitler and i don't think you're you're called to be another hitler no you're absolutely not but you're called to bring hope you're called to bring change positive change into other people's lives so that their lives can be better. Now that's significant. And it makes your life have meaning. And it's above average. And see, we won't be able to get there unless we do different things than what most people are doing. And so if I have learned anything, and I mean anything, In the past year of going on this journey of improving myself, diving into entrepreneurship, and becoming the best version of myself every single day, it's that the people surrounding you will either keep you where you are or push you to the best version of you. And that's the truth. And I got two other things that I've learned in addition to this. And if you want to be more than just average, follow the show. I tell you, they'll be in the next two episodes of this three-part series. And so you can stay updated on the next few episodes. Anyways, so to be better than average at 20, you got to get better friends. And so the kind of theme of it is just better whatever, better something. And so this episode is better friends. And so I know I've talked about this before and a bit before in like previous episodes. So I'm just going to go a little bit deeper and also share something that I used in my conversations to connect with bet to connect better with other people when I meet them and have a deeper connection with them because I know I realized that I didn't have great friends and they weren't really going to help me push they were they weren't really going to push me into the person that I know I needed to be so I needed to meet new people and meeting new people was really hard for me so I learned a new technique and conversation to conversational technique that can really help me and I think it can really help you anyways moving on so You may know that you are the average. You may know this. Like, you are the average of the five closest people that you have around you. Your friends, your parents, your significant others. Other, probably just one, I hope, I assume. And also, maybe not just the closest people, but the people that you spend the most time with, right? Those people influence you. And a lot of us don't get this fact at a young age. Because we probably didn't need to be intentional with who we made friends with. Like, think about it. Just think about it with me for a second. We just show up to school or college, for instance, and we see the same people every single week for months at a time. And guess what? 
They have similar interests. They have the same age range. They typically live in the same area as you. And also a lot of other things that you can have in common. And so it is super, super easy to make connections in high school and in college compared to the outside world when you finally graduate. And a lot of times we don't know this as we don't know this and we don't know how the people around us affect us because they could have been the same people we've been around for years. So they have already had the influence they have on you so much that you think that that's just how you naturally are. When in reality, it's probably not because they've influenced you so much for such a long period of time. Either you just you both collectively just merge together and your personalities mixed together because you're influencing both at an equal rate or you're being heavily influenced by somebody who not intentionally is keeping you normal. And when I say keeping you normal, I just mean that let's say you have an idea a business idea or a dream that you may have and you tell this to that one person and this happens to a lot of people they laugh or they just give you like you know the pity smile they're like oh okay okay yeah that, that's great that's great and they say that and you already know that was just discouragement for you but the only thing that sets you apart from being normal is that dream so you need to accomplish that dream if you want to get towards your purpose because possibly that dream has to go in is part of your purpose literally part of what you're called to do and a lot of times we have friends we have loved ones who have the best intentions for the world but they see your dreams as just that dreams never to be a reality because they don't believe that their dream their own dreams can be a reality and so a lot of times they project that on us and they influence us because they are so close to us and we spend a lot of time with them. And so that influences us to be average, similar to how they are. And so as a guy who graduated high school and is actually out of college now, I tell you that you don't have a lot of those friends that you used to have before. Like, cause life happens. Like all the friends I used to have in high school, gone literally they're gone not dead or whatever they're just out of my life not because of ill intentions not because of anything like trauma drama or whatever like that no it's just because life happens like people leave the state for college for their own colleges or whatever they work we're all busy we don't have time to interact and also we've never learned to be intentional with our relationships because they just came so naturally because we always saw them all the time and then the moment we don't, we're like, well, I don't know how to connect with them because <laughs> we, we never were taught that. We never like learned how to connect with people other than when they were right in front of our faces. And so some people get this a lot better than others. And a lot of people haven't happened to be alone. And because they never learned what intentionality really is and that so having intentionality with your relationships is the key for them actually to be sustained. But normally, we don't find that out until someone is intentional with us first, right? 
we don't understand how powerful intentionality is w until someone is intentional with us and they actually care about us and they show us how special we are to them that they take the time out of their day to reach out to us, to have hangouts with them, to have lunches together. We don't understand that until so until someone shows us until or until we do it to someone else, right? So going back to how people affect you, right? So this is the story of my parents, actually. And it's kind of really interesting when I realized it. So for context, my parents moved out from Puerto Rico to Chicago when they first got married, which is around like 30, 30 plus years ago, pretty much. And so they left everything that they knew to start new lives in a new place with newer people. And so flash forward 30 plus years now where I exist. Hello. They have two kids, me and my brother. They own a six-figure business. They own their own home. And they live in a nice neighborhood. And they also live in Florida now, which is pretty great, don't you think? Well, I know, because, I mean, I'm the one living the life, so. Uh-huh. And you want to know what's crazy? We actually went back to Puerto Rico about a month ago to visit family and stuff, because we haven't, I haven't been there in, like, ten years right and so we went around their neighborhood when they were driving around they were recalling like what their places like the their school that they went to like theaters that they saw and like all, a lot of different things in their original town where they grew up and obviously like in puerto rico like maria happened like all the hurricanes and everything like that so there's still some damage left over right but that was a couple years ago but dude like i tell you now, context, their town is really, really old and really, really run down. Like, I tell you, abandoned cars everywhere, abandoned houses, houses destroyed, the streets are messed up. Now, I get it because of the hurricane, but, like, there, it just seemed like a ghost town. It really did. And, like, there were still some people that they saw still living there, like, from high school. Literally, still some of the same people living there in the exact same spot. My dad, literally, the same house that he was raised in, we went inside. Like, the same house that we he was raised in, his parents still live in there now. And, like, it's really great, sure. And the thing is, like, they... Honestly, I know because I'm an American and we're really, really privileged. I will acknowledge that, right? Uh, we didn't have AC and not even hot water. Well, the place we were staying at didn't have hot water. And... It was just like, whoa, okay, great. And I was like, I understand because it's Puerto Rico, right? It's my family, like, they're old and everything like that. But, like, even then, they still, like, my parents still saw some of the people that they went to high school with. And they were still in the exact same place that they were 30 plus years ago. And so, like, and they just stayed in the same place. And, you know, some people could say, like, my parents got the American dream. And it, the American dream came true for them. And it really, really did. Because we are truly, truly blessed. Like, I cannot deny that, really. We are blessed through the hard work and intentional things that they did all those years ago. And now we are actually reaping the benefits. Me, as obviously still living with them, and my brother being raised by them. And so, and 
again, they're old friends. Lily were there for 30 plus years. And keep in mind, my parents were not rich babies. They weren't. My dad came from a broken home. My mom came from an average home at the time. Like, if you were to tell me, if you were to sh see them when they were born and their normal lives, it was really average. Like, really, really average. They weren't privileged at all. We don't have any millionaires in our family. Like, we don't have any rich people in our family. Like, that's not a thing. Technically, we would be because we own a business. Like, they own a business. That's literally it. And even then, we're not... We're, we're literally middle class. That's literally what we are. And honestly, like, when they left, their family really questioned them for leaving. They were like, oh, you're going to leave everything? Like, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, that, they got some backlash. And then they were like, okay, fine. We'll respect your decision. Whatever. They gave them some money. Literally, they came to America with only $1,000. And they made it work. And so part of the reason that I know that they made it was because the people around them actually changed. They weren't the same people that were literally in the same places all the time, not thinking that they could actually make it. They had a, they didn't have dreams. They didn't have things to go for. And then when they moved to America, when they moved to literally Chicago, they found a, some people that were like of higher status than them. And then guess what? They raised to that standard. They raised to that higher class echelon, like the higher income, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. And they were able to make it. And then guess what? They moved down the floor. They met some people like still in them and they learned from them. And then new people helped them grow and become the people who they are today, which I am eternally blessed to have these parents because they are literally the bomb. I love them so so much and mom if you're ever listening or dad if you're ever listening i really don't think you were because you don't really listen to podcasts as much as i do but i love you anyways so moral of the story is that the people around you will either push you towards your purpose towards more money towards more significance towards more integrity towards actual real relationships or will stop you from ever having any of them because their averageness and if everyone around you is average, they're going to make you average too. Because it's really hard to break free from that literal, like, sur everyone surrounding you. It's hard to break out, like, of that. It like, Imagine five people are surrounding you, like, in a circle. And they're not letting you leave. Like, it's going to be hard to get out. And especially if they're big people, like, important people that actually matter to you. It's going to get hard to leave to leave that circle to like leave and be different because they're kind of keeping you in the same thing it's possible to leave you just leave the vicinity talking about in reality now but it is hard it's hard to be different when there's so many people around you just being average and making helping you be average as at the same time so ask yourself this question are the people around me making me better or keeping me the exact easy the exact same and I actually remember asking this to a small group that I lead on occasional Saturdays and when I asked this question not a lot of them actually were able to say that their friends were making them better and towards their purpose and so I was like well hey 
it's great that you realize that because the first thing you need to do is realize what's wrong because you can't fix anything if you don't know what's broken right and so it's like well we probably should meet newer people right because if the people around you aren't working out you probably need new people in your circle and meeting new people can really be a little bit tough for some people i know for extroverts because i am an extrovert i love hanging out with people i love meeting new people but I had a really big problem with it earlier on in my life and I learned a way to conversate that actually helps a lot when meeting new people and also just really diving a little deeper not getting into super serious stuff but like really making a reliable connection with the people that you meet and also the people that you just normally have conversations with and so I mentioned I would share this conversational technique and so I will right now so this is so you can connect better with anyone you meet or talk to on a regular basis to get to know them more and really just be a lot more interested you add value to these people and so the frame of this is so that you have a genuine interest in the other person which is not what a lot of people get nowadays because a lot of people are just like what do you have for me what is it interesting to me if it's not interesting i don't want anything a part of it because i mean our attention span is literally lower than a goldfish at this point because of social media so a lot of times it's just like, oh, just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And when in every conversation, if the other person is just always trying to get something from you, it's kind of like unengaging. You really don't want to talk about it. You don't want, you really don't want to talk to them anymore. But when you, on the other hand, genuinely just want to get to know them and add value to them and really listen to them, then, hey, literally, like, that says volumes about you and your character. And not only, that just says a lot about you. And you will stick out in so many ways. Not in bad ways, in good ways. And so the frame of it is just that you have a genuine interest in other people. And so all it is really is just you asking questions about three main topics that practically everyone on this planet can relate to. Okay, And it's an acronym called FORM. F-O-R-M, form. So let's start with F. F is for family. So everyone got a family for the most part. And so you either love them or you hate them. It's honestly something to talk about. It's always something to talk about, right? And so let's move on to O. O is occupation. See, everyone in the adult life needs money. Because money is the way we live, right? So we all have to do something for work. We either love what we do for work or we just are doing it to get by. And if they're students, then their occupation, you can just turn that into schooling, really. And there's a lot of things that you can talk about in their schooling. Or if they're a retiree or something like that, you could talk about what they used to do and everything like that. And so R, for instance, is for recreation. And so everyone has something that they like to do for fun, everything that anything that they find to do for fun, everything anything that's really fun for them. Everyone has something like that and you can get to know what that is. And this is these are things that like typically every single human being has, really. And so an M is really for message. It's basically the reason why you wanted to have the conversation, whether it's to get a second date or to get their phone number because you want to catch up sometime or maybe just to introduce yourself or whatever like that like it's just the message the reason for the conversation 
And so it's not just that you can get out of get something out of them. It's just like, oh, I just wanted to meet you a little bit more. Oh, like you use it on a date and it's really nice because you know how to conversate well. And so, again, what you do is just ask questions from a point of view that you are genuinely interested in them and not like an interview. Right. You're not just listing out questions to ask for them. If you keep running out of questions, or you forget what questions to ask. Then you might want to make a point where like, OK, might want to ask this, might want to ask this, but casually, not like an interview, like, oh, OK, next question. Oh, OK, next question. No, like try your best to relate to them. If they have anything that relates to you, take a break from the questions and talk about that thing that you both can relate on. Whether it's Marvel movies, whether it's soccer, whether it's football, whether it's video games or whatever like that, anime, that's that's a huge one. And so, and I know I've always had a problem, like always had a problem of always running out of questions too soon in my conversations, which led them to being really, really awkward in the end. And so a neat thing about form is that when you use it properly, you can never really run out of questions to ask because... What you do is this. You basically ask the next the next question is based on the answer the other person just gave you. Okay? So, for instance, let's say you ask about their family. They talk about their two parents if they have two parents, divorce, whatever, their their brothers, whatever, and they mention they have a dog. And so you're like, oh, okay. From that first question, they mention their they have a dog. So you're more curious about the dog because a lot of people like dogs more than like humans. Go figure. And so what you can do is literally ask like, oh, is your dog a he or a she? What kind of dog is it? How long have you had it? How old is it? Are they energetic or calm? What kind of breed is it? Every single thing like that. You can ask a whole buttload of questions that can literally go one after another just based off of the person that they just gave you an answer from. It's just to dig a little deeper. You're not asking this just to find out and nitpick their life. It's just like, oh no, like I'm genuinely interested. Like you mentioned you have a dog. Oh my gosh, I love dogs. What kind of dog is it? Oh my gosh, it's a Jack Russell. Wow, that's so great. Like how old is your dog? Is Wait, is it he or she? Oh, it's a he. And how old is he? Oh, he's like, wow, he's 13. You see, that kind of like rolls off the tongue a little bit. When you keep asking questions just to like get to know a little bit better. And when you, I guarantee you, if you ask a person about their dog and if you even ask like, yo, can I see a picture of your dog? And if they love their dog, you already won the conversation. They already have a great conversation because I guarantee I'm a dog owner. I love talking about my dog all the time. If you ask for pictures, I have a boatload of them because he's just adorable and like super derpy sometimes. He looks like a kangaroo on some photos. And so it's like. That's literally a point where you just you just win if you talk about their dog. Literally, you just win in most conversations. And so it can seem kind of overwhelming at first, right? Because it's just getting all of this information down and stuff. But when you try it with a few people, it actually starts to become more of the natural way you start to get to know the people. You get to know people. You get to talk to people. Because honestly, when I actually taught this to multiple students and even my girlfriend actually – they picked it up way like faster than I thought they would, right? And this is for some people, but even then, like they picked it up really, really fast. And even for people who have difficult talk, difficulty talking to people, they still picked it up like pretty, really fast. And they were actually really, really good. Funny story actually is that 
So I taught my girlfriend how to use form because she was like, oh, I'm insecure. Like, I don't think I can talk to people, whatever like that. And I was just like, okay, well, let me show you this. This is something I do. Maybe it can help. And so she used form with someone that she was in a, at an event with, that were like one of the stands or whatever like that. And literally, I can kid you not, she was talking to the person the entire event. And my girlfriend wasn't making the entire conversation. She wasn't making the whole conversation. It was actually the other person talking the entire time. Like, the entire time. She literally knew everything about that person. And whenever we whenever we meet, new, eh, whenever we meet someone new together, it's, it's so funny because I know the questions to ask. Like, one right after another. I'm like, oh, let me ask about their family. But the funny thing is, she always beats me to it. Like, she's just faster than me. She's faster at asking this question. So she asks the same questions that I have literally prepared right up to my mouth. And then she says it before I do. And then I'm like, oh, uh, okay. I'm like, like, breathe in to speak. She speaks already. I'm like, okay, well, I guess to listen or whatever. And the funny thing is, so many times that those people, like, once we finish talking with the conversation or whatever, we say bye or whatnot. And then, like, they let her know afterwards, like, wow. I didn't know your boyfriend was really quiet. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you, ah, this, <laughs> this sucks so much. Cause I'm, if you know me, I am not a quiet person. Like literally at all. I'm not a quiet person. I'm really extroverted. I can talk for hours. Like, I mean, this is like going on for 30 minutes. So you can probably tell that I like to talk. And so case in point, your circle is important. The people who are around you will start to shape who you are. And the great thing is that you can choose who those people are for the most part. Obviously, you can't choose family because family will always be there. But you can still choose to hang out with those fa that family as much as you do with your intentional friends. Right? You can still choose who are the people who are going to be around you and who are you are going to be closest with. Now, again, I will ask you to, before this episode ends. Are the people around you taking you closer to the best version of yourself or are they keeping you the same? And if they aren't, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to meet new people by using form and make great relationships with them, intentional relationships with them so that you and not only you, but the people that you meet can actually grow together and really form life-changing relationships and listen if this helped you in any way i just please leave a review share this with someone you love and preferably someone in their early 20s or whatever like that so that they can get ahead of culture and get ahead of the average life and remember this is the three-part series so there's going to be more episodes ahead this is just the first of three and so today was better friends and the next one is going to be how we need better habits in order to get past average and as always start growing start now and god bless you guys